wanted this episode to kind of be a cautionary tale, a cautionary episode to tell people basically to warn people to be careful what you put on the internet and how being social media active can put you in a vulnerable position because people can know where you're at. And so that is kind of the theme of today's episode is be careful what you post. So my story is about the Kim Kardashian Paris heist. So, which is an incident that happened to Kim Kardashian while she was in Paris for Paris Fashion Week in 2016. So if you are currently living under a rock and you don't know who Kim Kardashian is, I will tell you a little bit about her and maybe a few things that maybe you don't know about her that I found pretty interesting. So Kimberly Noel Kardashian West, born October 21st, uh, 1980, which I guess makes her a Scorpio like me, which would be awesome, possibly. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Us October babies are awesome. So uh, she was born in Los Angeles, California. She, in the U.S., she's American television personality and entrepreneur who gained international fame for her personal life, much of which, what? She's a Libra. She's a Libra. Oh, no. Uh, that's okay. We still like you. Oh, that just means she's balanced. Oh, it's like, cause she's a lawyer. Oh, that's great. Okay. I like that. Um, spoiler alert. She's a lawyer. Um, so, uh, much of which, okay. So she gained fame for her personal life, much of which was chronicled on the popular reality series, keeping up with the Kardashians, which ran from 2007 to 2021. Uh, Kim is the second of four children. Courtney, Chloe, Robert, and are her siblings, and she has a half sibling. Two, I believe, two half siblings. Her father is Robert Kardashian, gained national recognition as a member of O.J. Simpson's legal team in his 1995 murder trial. So his, her father is O.J. Simpson's lawyer. And a very good lawyer because O.J. Simpson, well, was free. Uh, That's a whole other opinion, a whole other podcast. Well, if you want to listen to the O.J. Simpson story, they go into the Kardashian character. He was actually kind of on the fence. Yeah. Like morally about what was going on. So, you know, not bad. Yeah. I thought they portrayed Rob Kardashian and Chris, uh, who's now Chris Jenner, but Chris Kardashian, the mother, who's played, uh, oh, played by what is her name? Oh, and she was brilliant in it. Look it up. <laughs> uh, I just watched her documentary too, which is on Discovery Plus. Like and subscribe. Discovery Plus, please sponsor us. <laughs> Because I love you. Um, so anyways, her father is Rob Kardashian. Gained national recognition as a member of O.J. Simpson's legal team during the 1995 murder trial. 
Her dad is a wonderful lawyer because as we know, uh, or maybe not wonderful, but he's a great lawyer. He's a good lawyer. Uh, yes. As, uh, Roxana was saying, featured on the, uh, uh, Ryan Murphy, uh, American, what was it called? American, not American Horror, Horror Story, Story, American like True Crime, yeah. whatever, the one with Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, and he's played by Ross from Friends, um, uh, David Schwimmer, and they portrayed him as being, yes, on the fence a little bit with that. But, I mean, you know, as a lawyer, you got to be, you have to get your person a fair trial, you know, no matter what, so... Chris Kardashian was played by. I'm oh, sorry, I got the Jenner. Sam, Selma Blair, Chris Jenner, uh, was played by Selma Blair, and she was fantastic. I think they look a lot alike too, which is pretty spot on. So, okay, uh, the mother, Chris, later served as her manager. So, she, uh, Chris Jenner, who would later marry, um. Bruce Jenner, who's now Kate, Caitlyn Jenner, and who always was Caitlyn Jenner, but uh, we'll we'll get into that. That's another podcast for another day. Was known as Bruce, known as Bruce, was always Caitlyn, um, the Olympic gold medalist, and they had two children, Kendall and Kylie, and so. Anyway, so in 1998, Kim graduated from high school and subsequently became an assistant to socialite Paris Hilton. And she was featured on A Simple Life, which um, was Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie's show, which is fantastic. I love that show. It is such a farce of reality television uh, because as you will all find out in a future episode, Paris Hilton's life was not all riches and easy and she has actually done manual labor. And so her acting like she doesn't know how to use a broom was all just done for the cameras. And I think it's just so hilarious to make fun of yourself in such a profitable way. And I love Paris Hilton so deeply. So, um, but uh, Kim Kardashian was featured on that show as Paris Hilton's assistant because she was at the time. Um, during that time, she married music producer Damon Thomas. The couple divorced in 2004. Two years later, Kim, along with Courtney and Chloe, opened Dash, a boutique in Calabasas, Hello. Uh, which is where, where they currently live, I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, Several other locations were later added. So in early 2007, Kim Kardashian and her boyfriend, R&B singer Ray J, created an intimate video of their intimate time together, and it was leaked online. And against Kim Kardashian's wishes, it got out there. She actually sued the video distributor, but later she would receive an out-of-court settlement. Because it's basically going to, even, there's nothing you could do to get it from back. Once yeah, it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. And going to court is a nightmare. So she she got an out-of-court settlement. 
good for her. Honestly, that was not fair. I think it's disgusting that they did that to her. And I think it's very powerful of her to own it and use it to create an empire for her family, which she very yeah. much did. So well, same thing with uh, Pamela Anderson, what happened to her was terrible. That was also leaked against her will. Yeah. She didn't want it out there. Yeah. And Paris Hilton, so. Paris Hilton as well. Yeah. That happened. So uh, the way we treat women is a whole, is, that's a whole nother podcast too for yeah. itself. Oh, God. So I'm going to probably get more and more angry as I go through this because of how Kim Kardashian has been treated. Uh, And, you know, this isn't to say that, oh, she's had a rough life. Oh, boo-hoo, whatever. But we forget that these are human beings because of how they're portrayed on TV. And these are humans, you know. So I'm sorry if I get real intensely angry later on, but it gets real ugly. So strap in. So anyways, the attention from this case and from uh, the video (laughs) basically helped her and her family land the TV series Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which ran for quite some time, premiered on the E! Channel. Uh, in October 2007 and was a rating success. All the family members attained various level of celebrity with Kim, who was known for her good looks and curvaceous figure, uh, becoming a pop culture phenomenon. Although some, uh, oh, sorry, a pop culture phenomenon. Some people allege that she was being famous for being famous, which, like, there's something wrong with that. There is not. You know, we yeah, we, we give the celebrities the attention, and then we, you know, villainize them for getting attention. Yeah, we get mad. Yeah, the attention that we're giving them. So like, dumb. How dare you take our attention? Boo. It's like, well, why are you giving them their attention? Yeah. I love me some celebrity gossip drama and all that stuff. Like, I love it. You know, um, I follow celebrities more than maybe I should sometimes, and I I get really attached to them, you know, occasionally. So, you know, and that's okay. Like, I understand that I'm I'm a person (laughs) just like anybody else who does that. So, so, uh, Kim Kardashian was... Uh, involved in numerous business adventures, fitness DVDs, a credit card, various beauty products, a game app that allowed users to create a celebrity. In 2019, she launched the shapewear company Skims. Her immense population population popularity also led to film roles. She made her big uh, screen debut in Disaster Movie 2008. She notably uh, starred in the spinoff series, Courtney and Kim, Take New York. And in 2020, and other members of the family signed a production deal with the streaming service Hulu. And the following year, Keeping Up with Kardashians came to a close. And in the late 2010s, Kardashian became involved in prison reform because she eventually went to school and she is becoming a lawyer if she hasn't already 
Um, I think she passed the bar exam. I should have done more research on that. But in the 2010s, uh, Kim Kardashian became involved in prison reform. And through her efforts, various incarcerated individuals were released. She was focusing on people who were wrongly incarcerated, people who were over-incarcerated, who had like one or two minor offenses, but were given uh, sentences that were beyond reasonable. And so she started to bring attention to certain individuals. Most notably in 2018, she helped secure a presidential communication for Alice Marie Johnson, a nonviolent drug offender who was serving a life sentence. In 2020, the TV documentary Kim Kardashian West, The Justice Project aired. So she used her platform which to bring attention to this and on yeah. uh, in October of 2020 she donated 1 million dollars to the Armenia fund so she was bringing attention to the Armenian genocide uh conflict erupted so in 2020 conflict erupted again between Armenia and Azerbaijan in late September over Nagoro Karabakh religion region i can i'm not that was nagoro karabakh that's better region and has you're gonna edit that right yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and has resulted in the use uh, of long-range weaponry on both sides the two countries have accused each other of violating the terms of a ceasefire and was uh that was declared uh kim kardashian i'm gonna it says Kim Kardashian West, but I'm not going to refer to her as that because she yeah. is no longer with Kanye. And I don't even want to mention him that much. No, no, no. So Kim Kardashian, uh, whose late father, Rob, Rob Kardashian, is Armenian and uh, revealed her donation in a short video posted on her Instagram, which she encouraged her fans to support Armenia. So she said, I've been speaking out about the current situation in Armenia and, uh, and Artsakh and, ha- and having conversations with so many others to bring further awareness to the crisis that we cannot allow to advance. My thoughts and prayers are with the brave men, women, and children. I want everyone to remember that despite the distance that separates us, we are not limited by borders. We are one global Armenian nation together. In 20, November of 2021, more than three months after the Taliban, 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 <laughs> in November 2021, more than three months after the Taliban, swept to power in Afghanistan, a group of Afghan teenage girl soccer players and their families arrived in Britain, Britain safely because Kim Kardashian paid for a plane uh, to carry about 130 people, including over 30 teenage players. It landed in London airport uh, that was aided by a rabbi and former captain of the Afghan women's national team and reality television star Kim Kardashian. The refugees will uh, resettled in Britain. 
So she, uh, you know, uses her platform basically to help as many people as she can these days. And there was definitely a switch in her sort of focus at one point, which I'll get into why that might have happened. But needless to say, her biggest asset is her influence, her social media presence. And with social media today, you can use it for good. You can use it for evil. And you can use it also to find where a person is and be be a bad human being. Yes. So there is a double-edged sword with having a social media presence. Yes, she can use it for good. Yes, she can use it. to gain an empire for her family and to help people, but it puts her in a vulnerable vulnerable position for for those who are going to use it for bad. Yeah. So, the heist. So, Kim Kardashian, this is in October of uh, 2016, Kim Kardashian was staying at the Hotel du, Du Portalis for Paris Fashion Week. On, uh, it was a beautiful historical hotel, 19th century townhouse mansion in the middle of Paris, about $2,000 a night. To give you and our followers an idea of what a $2,000 a night hotel looks like, when we were staying in San Diego, that hotel room that we were staying in was $1,500 a night. So more expensive than that and in Paris. So, yes, Uh, not saying that we're rich. I won that on a game show. I would never be able to afford a beachside hotel room suite like that um, at all. And these are like townhouses in Paris, you know, and Coronado Island. Pretty pretty great deal then. A townhouse in Paris for only 2,000 bucks? A night, yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. So days... Leading up to her stay in Paris, Kim had posted on Instagram showing off her 20-carat Lorraine Schwartz diamond ring that Kanye had bought for her in 2016 as an upgrade to her 2013 15-carat oval cut ring. Uh, It had a massive diamond, about $4.5 million. And... She posted that when she goes out, she does not wear fake jewelry. Oh no! Yeah. So you know, I'll be, I'll be true. I don't wear fake jewelry either. It is clearly genuine plastic. Um, <laughs> but no, I wear a mix. Like sometimes I wear stuff. Most of my expensive stuff is like from Swarovski and is like a hundred bucks. You know, well, although all I my stuff is cheap. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's- Starts to tarnish after, you know, a few months. Yeah. Has a little green mark on your neck. Exactly. Uh, I have been begging Pat to get me something from Jared or from Pandora because I just want to say I got it from Jared. Um, And I just, yeah. (laughs) The the tiniest little tennis bracelet made out of gold. Jared's not that expensive. It's like 60 bucks for like a nice ring. So... It's not that it bad. Real. <laughs> yeah. Um. Should I keep going? Where are you going? 
Pat's got to plug his computer in. It might be a disaster. Run, run, run. What Rocky Horror? <laughs> oh, we went to go see Rocky Horror recently. And it was really cute. It was in like this coffee shop and they just like put up this like, they literally like hung a sheet up and the actors were like performing in front of the sheet and it was projecting. And halfway through the movie, like the computer started having problems. (laughs) And like the dialogue cut out and then like a error thing came up on the screen. Uh, it was fine. Everyone was there to have a good time. So no one was like pissed or anything. When that happened, like, you know, a bunch of us ran to the restroom because that's the time to do that. We all came back. We'll have our intermission. Yeah. I was like, I'm just, I'm going to go to the restroom now. Now's a good time. (laughs) You know? Okay. So where was I? Can I keep going? Yes. So it has a massive diamond, about $4.5 million. She posted that when she goes out, she does not wear fake jewelry. So Kim Kardashian posted about uh, also an internet giveaway prize and other valuables that she had with her in Paris. She posted very frequently while in Paris. So this is a thing that most celebrities do now. So uh, I may or may not stalk Mr. Zach Bagan's Instagram uh ooh but you know slash in person stalk him uh but i'm pretty sure like he'll post stuff that where he's in vegas and then post stuff that he's on set and so i'm pretty sure he's delaying some of these posts so you don't know where he is all the time yeah. which makes sense yeah and that's what i think most celebrities do now especially after this situation, because this was so publicized as this is the reason why she was posting so frequently that you could pretty much figure out where she was at any point. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I was doing my social media stuff, even if someone was to track it. Yeah. So on September 28th, 2016, Kim was approached in the Paris streets by a man named Vitaly Saduk, a prankster who pranks celebrities. He made an attempt to kiss Kim Kardashian's ass. That was his prank he was going to do, which is so disgusting. Yeah. He was immediate, immediately tackled to the ground by Kim's bodyguard, Pascal, Pascal Duvier. On October 2nd, Kim was attending the runway show, uh, the Gimalche, Gimalche, uh, no idea how to pronounce that. She was attending the runway show, the Gimel Shea, uh, where she was close friends with the creative director, Ricardo Tisk. Tisk. Uh, her sister was walking the cat rock, catwalk as a model. Kendall, who is a model, was walking the catwalk. Uh, after the show, she spent a few hours socializing with celebrities she later was transported back to her hotel with her sister Courtney and personal assistant Stephanie Shepard. Um, Courtney and her assistant Stephanie Shepard changed clothes, changed clothes, and they prepared for the night out. But 
Kim said that she wasn't going to go with them and went upstairs to work on her computer. The bodyguard chose to accompany Courtney and Kendall to the nightclub, and Kim was left alone in her suite. A black car drove around the hotel at around 2.40 a.m. and again at 11 minutes later, which was caught on uh, their CCTV later. So this next part that I'm going to read is from People Magazine. Um, Most of my information came from People Magazine, Variety, The Washington Post, and uh, The Casual Criminalist who is a podcaster on YouTube and he's incredible. His stuff is really good. He has a few podcasts um, as well. I think he also does just uh podcasts. I think the casual criminalist is both on YouTube and on wherever you listen uh, like us. So this whole next part I'm going to read is from people magazine and it is from Kim Kardashian's actual account. So she says, I heard a noise at the door, like footsteps, and I shouted asking, who's there? No one answered. I called my bodyguard at 2.56 a.m. Through the door, I saw two people arrive, plus the night man who was tied up. The two men apparently had police paraphernalia, and one individual wore ski goggles. It's the one with the ski goggles who stayed with me, she said, according to the report. He demanded with a strong French accent, my ring. It was on the bedside table. It's worth four million. I told him that I didn't know, and he took out a gun, and I showed him the ring. They grabbed me and took me into the hallway. I was wearing a bathrobe naked underneath. Then we went into the room again, and they pushed me on the bed. And it was this time they tied me up with plastic cables, taped my hands, then they put tape over my mouth and legs. Kim also reported describing in detail that she had been taken from that, what had been taken from her room, two diamond Cartier bracelets, a gold diamond Jacob necklace, Lorraine Schwartz diamond earrings, a gold Rolex, and other items. I think they robbed me of $5 million, she said. Then they left on the run. Uh, A little further detail of what happened, and some of this is from People Magazine, some of this is from Variety, and I believe I got maybe some from BuzzFeed's Newsweek post. So uh, they asked for money. I said, I don't have any money. They dragged me out on the hallway on top of the stairs. That's when I saw a gun, clear, like clear as day. I was kind of looking at the gun looking down back at the stairs. I saw him have a gun out to me and I was like, okay, this is it. And I just kept thinking about Courtney. I kept on thinking she's going to come home and I'm going to be dead in the room and she's going to be traumatized for the rest of her life if she sees me. I was like, I have a split second in my mind to make a quick, this quick decision. Am I going to run down the stairs and either be shot in the back Uh, It makes me so upset to think about it. Either they're going to shoot me in the back or if I make it and they don't, if the elevator doesn't open in time or the stairs are locked, then I'm fucked. Then I'm fucked. There's no way out. 
They eventually placed her on the floor of the bathroom, proceed to finish robbing the place, and fled. The whole robbery took seven minutes. They put plastic ties around her wrist, but they may, but she managed to squeeze her hands out of the wrist ties by wiggling her hands and screamed from the balcony for help. I'm so mad. I'm going to cry. I'm so mad right now. That is so traumatizing to happen to anyone. Anyone. That is traumatizing. So she was heard by her friend and stylist, Simone uh, Hirsch. Uh, who had locked herself in the bathroom when the commotion started. At 2.56 a.m., she called her bodyguard at the nightclub. The police arrived shortly, and at 4.50 a.m., she went to the police station to make her statement. Kanye was called while he was performing at the Meadows Music Festival in New York and canceled his concert mid-show, apologizing to the crowd and stating it was a family emergency. He literally got out mid-show and was like, I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go. You know? Yeah, your wife has just been yeah. traumatized. No matter who you are, you, yeah. you gotta go. Well, when they first explained yeah. it to him, he didn't understand. And he was like, I don't understand. And then when they find, when it finally clicked, he was like, I gotta go. Yeah. You know? Because no one expects that to happen. You know? And I can only imagine them explaining it to him and him just being like, what? What? What, like, yeah, it's not processing it to the so far away. Yeah. So Kim flew to New Jersey hours after the incident and spent a few days in isolation out of the public eye to recover. So it's likely that the robbers who were dressed as police officers when they broke into her room had been tailing Kim before the crime. Sources confirmed to people that authorities believe that they may have posed as paparazzi in order to keep her under surveillance in the days leading up to the attack. She's surrounded by paparazzi, any of whom could have been given this information to others for a fee. Uh, Chris Hagen, a managing partner at Incident Management Group, a Florida-based international security consultant firm, told people it's either an inside job or she's been under surveillance. I think it's a blend of both. Yeah. Kim herself had also said she believes the perpetrators tracked her via social media. They were pro- the, There was probably a group of guys that were following us the entire trip, she says in an episode of the current uh, season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I was Snapchatting that I was home and that everyone was going out. So I think they knew, I think they knew Pascal was out with Courtney and that I was there by myself. They had known they, that we were leaving that day and that this was a window of opportunity and just went for it. The tapes, the, the thieves, however, left behind some evidence, uh, which will come up a little bit later. They left behind the zip ties and some of the tape that was used. And the zip ties that were around her wrists and everything that was used, that's all left behind, you know, obviously was on her. So the production crew of Keeping Up With The Kardashians didn't immediately address the incident. And the show went on an indefinite hiatus. And on October 26th, the show picked up again after Kim stated that she was ready to just start filming again. Of course, it was headline news and many magazines featured the story. I just named a few that I got this from. And some media outlets, not these specific magazines that I said it, this is not people, this was not variety, but some 
lower class, you know, uh, media outlets. You're talking about National Geographic. We all know. (laughs) So some low class. Uh, I know the names. I'm not going to say the names because yeah. they don't deserve. I'm not give them anymore. No, they don't deserve your. If anyone is listening, don't look this up. Don't give them the the attention. Don't give them the clicks. They don't deserve it. So many uh, started cracking joke jokes at Kim's expense and saying that she deserved to be robbed for having such an expensive ring. Some even saying that they were sad that she had not been killed in the robbery. A video of Kim Kardashian after the police had arrived was leaked to the press. She's seen wrapped in a blanket talking on the talking on a cell phone. Given that Kim's phone had been stolen that night, people began to speculate that the whole robbery had been a hoax, saying that Kim showed no marks of being restrained. There was no damage on the door showing forced entry. Other stupid claims uh, were made that the flat screen TV was not stolen, which sounds dumb because it's, they're not easy to transport. Yeah, like and if you're wanting, if you're oh, it out for second, like, why are you going to go for a flat screen TV? When there's a million dollar, four million dollar ring exactly. in the bed side table, and these some in your pocket. So some of these robbers got away on bikes there were there there was multiple people involved some of them got into cars some of them got into onto bikes and left because yeah. the bikes can easily evade cctv yep uh which if you're not from britain that is surveillance in england in paris a lot of european countries they have uh basically video recording everywhere that you're on public streets it's called CCTV. I don't know what that stands for. If anyone wants to email me and let me know. I think it's uh, like closed circuit TV. Awesome. Uh, but so they, they purposely were on bikes to avoid that. So um, so days after the robbery, uh, Kim Kardashian's team contacted three media outlets in order to retraction of these statements and a public apology when media media outlets did not respond, Kim Kardashian sicked lawyers Marty Singer and Andrew Brettler on them filing heavy-hitting lawsuits and a gag order to get the leaked video taken down because it was part of an active investigation. Uh, Andrew Brettler said, After having been the victim of a horrific and traumatic armed robbery in France, Kim Kardashian returned to the United States only to again be victimized but this time by online gossip tabloid that published a series of articles in October 2016 referring to her as a liar and a thief. On October 13th, French police reported finding DNA at the crime scene and these news outlets started to backpedal. Of course. It's not a hoax. It's not a hoax. And they also said that she wasn't traumatized, acting traumatized enough. Like, who's to say, who's to say what's the right way to react? They said she was too calm. Like, good for her for being calm. Or maybe she was disassociated, you know, that that she doesn't want to be hysterical in front of people, so she's not processing it. Yeah. We don't know what it was like when no one was around. This is coming from people who probably never dealt with a traumatic experience like this. Uh, we got to pause because Pat's got to plug my computer in. I got a little battery here. 
Sorry, I'm getting so angry about Kim Kardashian. I actually really like her because of, you know, the stuff I said about getting incarcerated people out and stuff. So, um, a lot more than we're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, isn't there a plug on this side? Yeah. We just covered up a plug. All right. Sorry. Little, uh, little, uh, Christmas extension cord here action. Next time Christmas rolls around, I'm going to buy so many, uh, extension cords when they go on sale after Christmas and storage bins. Oh yeah. Cause they have all that, like the store is just storage bins for like two weeks after Christmas. Anyways. So media takeout acknowledged. So good for you. Media takeout media takeout acknowledged the stories that they had written were both untrue and harmful. They said a, public apology statement saying no one deserves to go through such a dramatic experience. Kim is not just a celebrity. She is a person, a wife and a mother who is in no way, who in no way deserved what happened to her. Uh, but you know what? No, they, that's, uh, that's just an apology to apologize because it makes them look better. Yeah. But in reality, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. They yeah. wanted to make the money, and yeah. they didn't care how much pain they were going to cause this woman. Yeah, and I'm sorry, that apology they can take it and shove it up their butt because it just means that they knew exactly what they were doing was wrong. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So in the early stages of the investigation after the robbery, French police said Kim u- Kim's use of sta- Snapchat may have alerted robbers to the specific jewelry she had with her, and also the fact that she was alone in the hotel room. So at 2.18 a.m., a camera showed three men riding uh, on bikes towards the hotel and wearing fluorescent security bibs. Uh, 14 minutes later, two more stealth silhouettes appear on foot. And a minute later, a six man making a gesture to hide his face under his hood appears. And uh, a black getaway car was seen and the license plate was identified which I am not going to this time name any of the robbers by name because one of them had tried to uh, capitalize on it. Which, oh. So I am not going to say any of their names because F them um, and them trying to be popular or pri- trying to get media attention. Huh. Ah! <laughs> so mad. Anyways, so on January 9th, 2017, French police detained. Oh, sorry. Okay. Where was I? The license plate was identified. Uh, DNA was found on the zip ties, uh, tracing back to a criminal known as Omar the Elder. Yes, I will name him. Uh, and he had taken his, he had taken his gloves off uh, to, actually, let me just read that again without saying his name because fuck him. Uh, DNA was found on the zip ties tracing back to a criminal and uh, this specific criminal who I will not name uh, you can do your own research and find him uh, he had taken his gloves off uh, to zip tie Kim with his bare hands so that the license plate so they had 
enough evidence to basically start finding many of the people involved, you know? So on January 9th, 2017, French police detained 17 persons of interest for questioning in the robbery case. Later in 2017, 16 people were arrested for their alleged involvement. It was revealed in 2020 that French prosecutors would seek trial for 12 of the suspects. The suspects who allegedly entered her room were of near senior age and were named the grandpa robbers by the press. So some of the people involved were in their 60s. However, this does not make it any less scary when there are five, up to five people coming into your room with ropes and guns and, you know, masks on. You don't know how old they are, you know, and they're, they're more than them of you and you're by yourself, you know? So in 20, 60 year old men are not weak. Like, not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily, yeah. A year old man or a 90-year-old man, that's one thing, but 60 year old men are still, you know, they've got strength. Yeah, and even still, a gun is a gun, and, you know, that's, yeah. So in 2021, the suspects were still awaiting the trial with at least one of the five who entered Kardashian's room reportedly set to plead no contest to the charges. Multiple members were released on medical leave awaiting trial, and one of the robbers even wrote a book about the incident, Uh, which is why I didn't name any of their names. French authorities seized the right to the book sales, so he will not get money off of this. The trials are set to go uh, in 2022. Um, One of them actually sent Kim Kardashian an apology after the fact. But fuck him. I will not read the apology. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's cheap. I'm not going to say yeah. it. So. Yeah. You can't really apologize for something like that. You just can't. So, um, according. So this is a little bit that was in a BuzzFeed article. And this is a little bit of how Kim Kardashian has chosen to respond to the situation. So no expensive items ever come to my home. She said during a keeping up with the Kardashians reunion earlier this year. Um, uh, sorry, this must've been yes. Earlier this year. So no expensive items ever come to my home. She said during a keeping up with the Kardashians reunion earlier this year. I have it all taken from security before I even enter my home. I can't sleep if I have jewelry in my safe or money or anything at my house. I just don't live my life like that. As far as jewelry, if I'm wearing something, it's borrowed or it's fake. I might take a photo, save it, post it when I leave the place or when I'm in a different location because I don't think that worked out for me so well when I was posting every last detail. Uh, she said, I've learned from this experience. I try to share my life. I definitely love doing that, but I think I'm a little more cautious these days about what I do, what I do share. I think it is so important to monitor social media usage. It's about boundaries. Speaking on the view in June, 2017, Kim explained that sharing posts 
in real time presents too much of a risk of her safety in that it alerts followers to her current location she uploads. In her first interview after the robbery in uh, April of 2017, Kim told Ellen DeGeneres how the traumatic incident had changed her entire life, revealing that she thought it was meant to happen. I know this sounds crazy, but I know that was meant to happen to me, she began. I am such a different person. Things happen in your life to teach you things, she said before detailing that the robbery gave her an entire new outlook on her lavish life. I was definitely materialistic before and not not that there's anything bad with having things and working hard to get those things, but I'm so happy that my kids get this me and that this is who I am raising my kids as. I just don't care about that stuff anymore. I don't care to show off the way I used to. And that is the very infuriating story of the Kim Kardashian heist. Uh, It breaks my heart, you know, and I'm so glad that like she constantly, constantly is taking a negative and spinning it into a positive, but it is not fair that that anyone has to have these negatives. It's not fair for someone to leak your sex tape. It is not fair for someone to take advantage of your vulnerable, your vulnerability. I'm so proud of her for everything that she does to make this a positive. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm so mad that yeah. this, this happens to women, that this happens to anybody. So, you know, I hope we all maybe view Kim Kardashian a little bit different of a light moving on into the future. Um, and I think that will happen. You know, I think society is moving past this 90s idea of villainizing women, you know, and treating women like bimbos because yeah. we're not, you know. And if yeah. we want to be a bimbo, we want to be. And that's fine. And we shouldn't be judged for that either. If that's, you know, if you want to be sex positive, great, you know, wonderful, like be you and it should never be villainized. And women are judged so harshly. They are put under the microscope of everything that we do, every decision, you know, it's all so micromanaged and uh, it just makes me so mad. And I'm hoping that society will change at least, even if just slightly, you know? So that's that. <laughs> I've been doing this episode. Yeah. It's like, honestly, I remember the not, not quick to be on her side, but extremely be like, oh, it was this and this. And she does. It, it was practically saying that, like, she deserves to get robbed. Yeah. No one deserves to get robbed. There was, there was, real, there was really, like, zero coverage of what actually happened. Like, it was just, yeah. like, robbery, things stolen, masked people. Yeah. Really you know. So it's interesting to hear the whole thing. I would not ever say that someone deserves to get robbed, but I will say I hope people learn from this and are very careful what they post on social media. Like it doesn't need to be posted right then and there. Post it the next day. 
you know, post it the next day, post it hours later, post it later. You know, those pictures, those videos will still be there, you know, and just be careful because you don't know who's on the other side of the computer, you know, and I mean, uh, sorry, I'm heatedly angry. And this means I was getting, she passed the bar. Sorry, she passed the Kim has passed the baby bar. So. But that's, it's kind of. Yeah. To pass the actual bar exam. Oh. Ever? Oh, wow. Okay, folks. Uh, I gotta get up at 30 Oh, okay. All right. So I'm gonna head on out to bed. Okay. Okay. I'll do the closing after you okay. go. Okay, so, cool. yeah, I can do that because, yeah. All right, have a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. All right, so that's the end. Uh, hope you all found that informative. I wouldn't say I hope you all enjoyed that because I was so mad. Uh, but please uh, like, subscribe, share. You know, I, I did go off about the evils of social media, but please, please, please follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Follow us just on social media. Follow us just on social media, <laughs> not around town. Um, I'm not even going to mention what town I'm in. Uh, so. 646 Nebraska Lane. Oh, my God. Uh, so. Anyways, uh, share this podcast with other people. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you can email us on at hollywoodshaunted at gmail.com or my weird little podcast at gmail.com and or send us a message on Instagram. I guess you could do that as well or on Facebook. So anything that you want to suggest of us doing episodes in the future we will be doing an episode talking a little bit more about Paris Hilton, which will definitely parallel this story. And I hope you all find that very interesting as well. So look forward to that episode. That will be on my weird little podcast uh, as well. So have a good night, everyone. Stay spooky.